Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, hi, guys. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. And here's a heads up. Think of this as a public service announcement. You know, social media might be used against you in a personal injury case. I learned that from Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. He says, you know, these days it's natural to share online things that have happened to you, good and bad. And when you file an injury claim, uh, insurance adjusters, they will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted. It can be taken out of context. And that includes words and pictures. Listen, if you've been in an accident, don't wait. You only have a certain window of time to file a claim. Um, and if you go beyond that window, you lose your right to collect any damages for your injury. Schedule a free consultation. You can do that with Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant. You'll find him today at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Tell him Donna sent you. Hour three of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Steve. Love it here. Boy. You'll <laughs> got to be. We got to sharpen up here. Never know who's listening, right? Yeah. <laughs> Donna, come on. We got to be on our game. What if somebody to, was, was listening right now, trying to, trying to take to us to national, and now here you are, <laughs> undermining all Listen, of our momentum? I was trying to talk to you. Yes. You had your headphones on. You were singing on the top of your lungs. I was harmonizing. Continue. I was trying to talk to you about Madonna's tour in London, having sound issues. You were having sound issues at the same time, (laughs) as in not listening. Oh, but this was only after Donna had vision issues earlier. Mike, you won't believe it. (laughs) You won't believe what I'm going to tell you. Go ahead, tell him. You remember that Bigfoot video, that Bigfoot that they spotted on the Colorado Mm -hmm. mountainside? On the train, yeah, yeah. Kind of looked like maybe someone in a uh, messing with Sasquatch, Jack Link's Bigfoot costume. Mm -hmm. So we then, I I said, look, TMZ had an article about it today. The cops in Colorado say, look, maybe it's something. We don't know, but it's not our problem. Scientists, anthropologists need to look into it. So we pulled the video up again to look. Yeah. Donna was convinced that not only was it not Bigfoot, that it was just... A man, she didn't see any of that, meaning she didn't see any of one in costume. She was like, I see bare arms, bare legs, all just a normal person who sat, oh, a hiker maybe. She saw nothing of a Chewbacca costume. And when I go and look at that video, it seems like the only thing you see is a full head-to-toe costume. Steve... Thought hey, this hour, he would hear me saying, hey, it's Donna for Paul's Eye Clinic. I was like, if our sales team does not get this woman a vision endorsement by the end of it, what what are we doing here? And then I go over to her computer and she's like, look, that's a bare arm. That's his bare leg. He's wearing a cutoff sweatshirt like you were at Project Down and Dirty. And all I'm seeing is a person in a Bigfoot costume. 
I could see like a coat. I could go in the middle between you two, like a very baggy, like brown pants and a big baggy brown coat. I could see that. I'm kind of seeing a naked leg too. You see bare arms and a bare leg. I do. I feel like he's wearing kind of like a Fred Flintstone dress. (laughs) Whatever. You know what? We all see different things when we look at the clouds. Hi, I love it. Look, it's a dragon. No, it's a dog. Isn't that an interesting thing? Yeah. Perception is reality. For me. Nice. Netflix is about to open brick and mortar stores. You know, Blockbuster's like, come on, guys, could you just chill out, please? Yeah, right? First you you put us out of business, then you do exactly what we were doing. I'm not really sure what they're doing. They just announced this. The stores are going to offer retail, dining, live entertainment related to Netflix shows and movies. Not clear what the merchandise is going to be. I don't think they're, you know, selling DVDs. I think they're going to be selling T-shirts that maybe relate to Breaking Bad. Sure. Sure. You know what I mean? But, but, you know, you could see them selling some DVDs, too, just to turn the screws in their little Netflix sleeve. Sure. Remember the sleeve? Yes, I do. Mm. That'll be fun. I the, miss movie stores. Me, too. They're going to be called um, Netflix House, and the first two are going to open in some cities in 2025. They haven't said which cities yet, and then... From there, they're going to hope to expand to major cities around the world. Like Tokyo. I love it. Say another major city. Um, Like Who can Paris? do the most? No. London. <sighs> Bye. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> nice. See, we with geography are doing pretty good. Speaking of, I have been studying up on my map of nice. the United States. Hmm. You want me to give you the West Coast real quick? Fire away. We got Washington. Top left. Oregon. Mm -hmm. California. Arizona. Okay, so you're coming in. New Mexico. Next to California to the right or to the east is going to be Nevada. Above that's going to be Idaho. Where do you think Arizona is? Uh, Bottom. It's. Beside or below California? Below, beside. Below. Below. Am I right? I don't think you are. Below would be Mexico. <laughs> That's my understanding. Oh, no. Of the okay. Map. So Besides, to, uh, right. around. Yeah, yeah. And then mean. next yeah, yeah. to Arizona is going like to be the, New Mexico. At the foot of California. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, considering you had Phoenix at Oklahoma, you're doing really well. <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm doing better. I got Mimmel, I think. Really, yeah. Mimmel. That's great. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm practicing. Wow. How do you feel saying that out loud? Pretty embarrassed. Okay. Because again, I feel like my tree pruning stuff, you know, we're all kind of dumb into dumb stuff. But I mean, I've come right out and said, I'm very bad with geography. Forget world geography. I don't know where anything is. Yeah. I mean, when I look at a map, I do. A world map would be, I, I tell you what, I got something that's kind of a things that make you go, huh? I mean, I don't mean to jump in here, but if you want, and I got a little one off that is, of right. kind of topical. Things that make you go huh. Things that make you go huh. Huh. What? Things that make you go huh. Huh. 
Greenland. Greenland? Greenland. Greenland. Spelled Greenland. Greenland extends, stay with me on this, north, south, east, and west of Iceland. Okay. What do you mean, okay? <laughs> what I just told you is crazy. It doesn't make any sense when you say it. What do you mean? Well, what's it like? Yeah, okay. Now, what? Is it? Is it a donut and, and, and Iceland <laughs> is the middle? The well, Bavarian cream? I don't want to play this game. I just didn't appreciate that you were like, okay. Hmm. I mean, this is a mind-blowing thing. Plus, Greenland yes. is basically covered in ice. And Iceland is very, very green. Oh, Isn't that fascinating? Mm-hmm. Thank Those... you, D2 Mighty Ducks. Oh, God. Okay, say what you said again about, not you, Mike, you, Steve. <laughs> Greenland extends north, south, east, and west of Iceland. I don't see where it extends east. I'm the looking very, at the very top. Very, very top. Oh, so yeah, I that's agree. a stretch. That's a stretch. It's not a stretch, Donna. That is longitude and latitudinally a fact. Okay. Why am I getting mad at you? I'm not sure. Wow, Greenland is huge. huge. Iceland's just a little baby buddy boo. What's the population <laughs> of Greenland? I know Iceland is just tiny, tiny. Looks like a little. It's just a little baby island. Greenland, I bet, is huge, and I bet doesn't have a lot of people. How many times have you met someone? Where Where's that accent wow. from? Greenland. What do we have, Mike? The population of Greenland is about seven times smaller than that of Iceland. <gasps> and Iceland, Iceland is, is three thousand seven hundred and uh, or, sorry three three hundred and seventy two thousand people for Iceland. Greenland is fifty six thousand. Holy smokes! Yeah. And that looks like a giant piece of land. It's all ice. Greenland has a smaller population, I think, than Eden Prairie. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Wow. It is white. That's fun. Okay. By the way, quick fun fact, 1111 Megabush. Okay. Um, have you ever noticed you've never seen any Tom Cruise merchandise? You mean like his face on a bed pillow? That. An action figure from one of his movies. A t-shirt. Yeah, nothing like that. It's because he just has a clause in all of his movie contracts that contracts that says his likeness cannot be used to create merchandise, including toys and video games. In fact, in the Mi- Minority Report video game, the main character was given blonde hair, much shorter than Tom's in the movie, in order in, in order to avoid any similarity. Order. Order. <laughs> I wonder why. I wa- I wonder what that's about. Is it a Scientology thing? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much anything. I do know this much, though, Donna. It's time for a break. We're going to take a quick one. When we come back, do you ever feel like, oh, gosh, these emails? Yes. Oh, the answer is more yes. Emails. Well, according to a new study, I will tell you how many hours per week you live the misery that is email communication. That, when we come back, it's Donna and Steve. Hey, it's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Saw my mom last night. She's alive and kicking in her mid-70s, but she's made plans. Uh, for when it is her time to go. And those plans involve Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Why? Because she, like I think so many people, doesn't uh, want sort of that stuffy, formal, funeral home type uh, visitation thing when it's her time. She wants a simple cremation, and then she wants us to go out and have a nice dinner and say nice things about her. Um, And she also is the kind of person that likes taking care of things for her kids. So... 
Everything's all buttoned up and paid for. Um, so thanks, Mom. It's not just uh, prepaying and pre-planning like my mom did. If you look at uh, Crescent Tide's Google reviews, which I always encourage you to do because they're very good, you'll see that uh, family after family, when a death occurs and they've turned to Crescent Tide, Crescent Tide, the family team of Lisa and Verlin, comes through for those families. Check them out today. Look at those Google reviews. Crescent Tide Cremation Services. It's us, Donna and Steve. My talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. What are you trying to do? Oh, I was just covering the mic like this to see how it would sound. And wow, are you hearing this? That's a little like, there was a little bit of Kylo Ren in that. And a little ASMR. I never saw that. Oh, we should go see it. I... I I don't get the Adam Driver situation. What are you thinking? Overrated? A little bit. I know Don McLean thinks he's a great actor. I'm like, uh, okay. What do you think? Mike? I need to be convinced. I don't know. You see, do you see the Star Wars movies? Yeah, I've seen them. It was, it was good. It was fine. It wasn't. I get what you're saying. I mean, I don't know. 65 was, uh, yeah, that, that kind of flopped and was terrible. I'm excited for Ferrari. I, I have no idea what, what he's saying. Is. Okay. <laughs> Wait, excuse us for a second. Hang on one second. Hey, so, hey, this so we started be... talking about Adam Driver, then mm-hmm. Kylo Ren, yeah, because yeah, you yeah. did the thing with the, the mic, and thing. then something about Ferrari. Didn't that My... movie already happen? No, Ferrari. I think that was a Ford versus Ferrari, but I think that this might be a different thing that we are supposed to know about okay. as entertainment show hosts. So let's pretend that we know what he's talking about when we come back. When we come back. Okay, okay got it. Here right. we go. <clears throat> so yeah, on Christmas Day, I'm super excited to see Ferrari so that, uh, when he plays Enzo Ferrari, you know. Oh, it's going to be yes. really fun. And I've been waiting oh, for them to tell that yeah. story and, and, and with him. Definitely. Well, this makes sense. I read a book called The Art of Racing in the Rain. And the dog book. Yes. And Enzo was the name of the dog, named after the Ferrari guy. I know things. What a good connection point. That's fun. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Mike, do you know what I'm talking about? Voiced by Kevin Costner. I don't even think I know that. Yellowstone. How about that? Hmm. Um, I... Uh, slept with my my dog in the bed over the weekend, and uh, How'd my, that go? well, my he always sleeps in the bed in somebody's oh. bed, but my wife was not there, and so I brought him up high next to me. Sometimes I'll do that; I'll just pick him up and then lay him so his belly's up, paws are in the air. Aww. He's already kind of asleep, and then we'll just snuggle a little bit before I fall asleep. And um, sure enough, I, I guess I had pulled the blanket up just a little bit over him. He he always runs hot, never sleeps under the blanket. Smash cut to Saturday morning, and I turn over, and who do I see sleeping there with the blanket politely up to his chin? Rex. Shut Just like, up. A, like a little person. I that looked over, so and I was like, look, cute. this looks very cute. Great, relatable story. <laughs> who could play that game? Be <laughs> 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 Anyway, right. Ferrari's coming out. Uh, when's is what's the name of that movie? Ferrari. Golly, just Donna, Ferrari. Yes, that Christmas Day. Okay.
I'll go see. Donna, any plans to celebrate Christmas this year? Uh, I think so. I think I will. Thank you. Somebody just emailed, what did Steve just mumble? Question mark. That's how this whole thing started. I was in here. How about that? Full circle. Did I hit this? Studies have shown that medical... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Big fan of email, Donna? Uh, nope. All right. Nope, especially since it's just turned into a junkyard. <laughs> the whole, I mean, just everything is junk. I can't keep track. I don't even delete stuff anymore. I'm like, hey, this looks like a you problem. I don't even care. If I don't look at it, it doesn't exist. Good day. Oh, it's so true. I, that is, uh, I, I'm with you. I can't delete it all. There's too much crap coming in. Half of it's spam. The other half is outright phishing. And there's like three legitimate emails that I get to that are hard to find and fall between the cracks because of all the crap email. Well, the average employee, according to a new study, spends nearly 11 hours a week writing emails. Not just reading, not just responding, but writing emails. You know, the average employee, this is, this is a lot. How many, how many emails do you think the average employee writes a week? Writes? Writes. Are we talking responds to or just all of it? And anytime that they're typing. Okay. All right. All right. I'm sorry. Overcomplicated. Okay. Sorry. I'm. I just want to be clear because I want to come up with an accurate guess. I'm gonna say forty. New data shows that the average employee sends 112 emails a week, spending a total of 10 hours and 47 minutes writing them. No. No. Mm. I just. No. It's a lot. Let's just get rid of email and just text. Call me. Call or text me. No, don't call me. I don't want to talk to you. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, do you want to talk to anybody? No, I don't want to talk to anybody. But sometimes it takes a call to penetrate. I will say a text gets through better for sure. If someone leaves me a message and says, hey, call me, I'm like, nope, I won't. That is very selfish. I mean, if they're like, help, I'm stuck under a piece of large furniture, I'll call them. But if they're just like, hey, it's so-and-so, give me a call. See, I'll call on that almost all the time. I will too, but I don't want to. But I don't always respond to a call. Just because you called me, I'm sorry, just because five minutes cleared up in your day does not mean that I'm like, quick, let me put down whatever I'm doing to quickly answer this call. I totally understand. Like, my phone is for my convenience, not yours. Say it louder, queen. My phone is for my convenience, not yours. I'm sorry I blow up. Some people, some people really feel upset when you don't respond to them. They really immediately start writing a negative story in their head. I'll tell you what. Yes? I get, I do get a little irritated when someone doesn't respond to a text in a somewhat timely manner. Who are you talking to? Me? No. Just people in general. No, but here, they probably forgot about it. Or I understand you might be in a meeting or you might be driving, whatever. Yeah, and if if somebody emails me or texts me like right now and then something's coming up, it is easy for that to get buried by once you move out of my main screen. You're right. If you're down far enough, sorry, forgot it happened. And if it's important, text me back or call me back. 
Some people know they have to hound me to get answers. And it's just because I'm forgetful. Okay. Let's go dance in the hallways. Okay. We'll be back. We're going to play Cover Story next. It's Rocco for MNFatLoss.com, the weight loss plan, where I lost about 25, 30 pounds in just about two months. And I'm way into this now. And I'm still down right where I was after losing all that weight. I've been looking at some listener testimonials that I received. Let's talk today about Lexi. She says, I wanted a plan to help prevent a possible health risk that runs in the family and to finally feel confident in my own body. This is 100% the best decision I've ever made towards myself. The convenience of easily messaging the coaches at any time was a saver for me. They're extremely helpful and make you feel very comfortable during the reduction and maintenance plans. 100% recommend i do too seriously i didn't know what to think and then pounds just came off and they're staying off it all starts with a free consultation and you can even do it over the phone so you don't have to miss a day of work or anything like that go to mnfatloss.com the only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight mnfatloss.com final stretch of the donna and steve experience my Talk 107.1, it's where talk is fun. You said it, lady. I knew, right? Don't forget, you can send us a letter. That's true. Look up the address on Google. Just send it, guys. Postage, whatever, man. What are you talking about now? Just that people can send us letters if they want. They don't have to email or call the show. Oh, I see. Some people oh, yeah, like to people take their do. time a little Some bit. Some people do send us letters. It's lovely. Anyway. Hey, you know what you and I have to do? What's that, Tom? We gotta frame that that caricature. We do need to frame that caricature. And then we need to hang it in the hall. And that could be our promotional photo. Thank you. No, I think maybe they don't want it out in that hall, Donna. It's a pretty curated hall. Mm. Special lighting, professionally taken photos, stuff like that. That might be maybe something in the uh in the the prep room, maybe. Okay. Put somewhere. Boy, we could use the touch of personality in that room. Holy yeah, no crap. kidding, right? Anyway. Uh, Drake's six-year-old son has dropped his first freestyle. His name is Adonis. And the track is called My Man Freestyle. He actually wrote it. Okay. There's a video to it on Drake's YouTube uh, channel with the comments turned off, which I think is a wise choice. Anyway, um, super cute. Let's listen. Some of the other lyrics are I'm going to my house seeing my dad. I'm saying hi to my dad and I have to go change. I'm playing basketball. Then he says something like, uh, I was playing on my iPad and I broke my iPad. It's just <laughs> very, cute. very cute. Six that's years old, cute. adorable kid. Oh, that's fun. Anyway. Now you say stuff. That's fun. It reminds me of when I called into a radio station as a child where you would have to rap. See, there was this guy, LB, on uh, Whammo, 105.9. And it was called Roll Call with LB. And 
people would call in. It was like the hottest thing, Donna. People would call in so that they could rap. So he would say, he would say, what's up, y'all? What's it going to be? Can you do a roll call with your boy LB? And then the caller would then do a little rap. Right. So I said, my name is Steve. There's one thing I believe. The word, the Berg's, Pittsburgh, the Berg's best DJ is my boy LB. And then he comes back in. You're loving it so far, right? I am because nights in, in, in that type of music and top 40 music was like where all the fun was. And then at the end, he would do this thing where he would shout out your city. He would say, uh, my man, well, that's all good with the shout that you're sending. Hold up, yo, tell me where you're representing. And then I said, I ain't from Cheswick. I ain't from New Ken. I'll tell you where it's at. It's Springdale, my friend. And then LB joins you, and he goes, Springdale's in the house, baby, baby. I made it on the radio one time, and I thought I probably the same feeling Drake's son has right now. of like, well, I'm touring. <laughs> I can't keep this to a call-in situation. I must yep. tour. Yep. I've got talent. Oh, that was exciting. Look at me go. Wow. That is exciting. I remember listening to the radio like in that way and like in my room at yeah. night and, you know, talking to my friends like, oh, I'm going to get on the radio. You know, sometimes yeah. I would call from a payphone. I called once when I was doing like going into school late senior year and I called that same station, Whammo, and I asked for... A song by Joe and InSync. I think they did a song together, and I I was on and got to dedicate it. You know, Cute. to to Lou. Aww. That worked. I guess it did. <laughs> Let's call the cafeteria oh, yes, and find out like... what the soup of the day oh, is. I have absolutely no way of calling out right now. Bummer. I don't know what's happening. Well, oh, I know well, what it is. It's tomato, basil, and bacon. And when Donna heard that earlier, we did get it. They leaked it to us earlier. Rocco did. She said, what's the soup? And he said, I thought that's your bet. And she was like, no, just tell me. He said, it's tomato and bacon. And she angrily responded, what's with all this bacon? What do they have, a a pig farm out back? What a way to react to bacon, Donna. It's just too much. It's You shouldn't be eating bacon every day. Okay, Fauci, just settle down. Let us eat whatever we want, okay? (laughs) I mean, you can, but can you give us a healthier option for those of us who don't want to eat bacon every day? Stop acting like we're eating bacon every day. They're not force feeding. They're not putting bacon in every soup that we have. You're using extreme language. Just <laughs> <laughs> how it feels inside. Go to the salad bar. There's always a salad bar. Yeah. What are you making that face for? Gotta they be got... in the mood, you know. Then what pleases you? A tomato basil without bacon. That's generally what they have. I don't know that they've ever had tomato, basil, and bacon before. They have it one time. And Are you we playing Supo or not? I don't know. Donna, I have a scab on my shin. Your wrist hurts. We've been through a lot. I got to go. What do you want me to do? We'll do it. We'll do it eventually. We'll okay. do it eventually. All right. We just got stuff to do right now. I have this 
pickleball racket in my hand because I forgot it. So Grant brought it for me. Thank you, Grant. It's bringing back painful memories <laughs> of the loss. Mike, have you played pickleball? Did we play with you? I never actually played uh, during the Project Down Dirty, oh, no. fascinating. Uh, I did play in high school. You did? Nothing okay. like that, though. Those paddles were different, and the balls were specifically for pickleball. And No, I did not get out there, though. Yeah. Too busy taking mm-hmm. notes. Yeah, this dude sure. was doing behind the scenes. I know, he's like throwing me under the bus left and right. What do you mean? Hey, that worked well. That was fun. Mm. <laughs> Until you have to square off with Lori. You, you notice how when you started going down that road while we were doing the show Friday morning, I said, you do not want to do this. Are bulletin you sure you want material. to do this? This is bulletin board material. You both then mm-hmm. made the choice to do it. And then <laughs> I had to take the next step and make sure everybody. And then you eliminated it. Steve from the story and made it like I was doing the ranking when Steve the whole time was like, oh, no, Bradley has to go last. I then corrected it by the end. I think That's I said it was both of you. Still an objective fact, though. The part about Bradley. You think so? <laughs> I would have put him ninth. I just couldn't find anyone else who would have been <laughs> in. for him. Yeah. I had already gone through the whole air stuff. Dingleberry was it. Was <laughs> Dingleberry was really good. Oh, my gosh. That was a very exciting match to watch. Awesome. Oh, that was so Dingleberry fun. in a bear costume. I mean, Dingleberry is the bear. Um, wow. And I believe he'd only played like a time or two. Oh, really? In the past, yes. Oh, wow. He was killing yeah, it. Yeah, imagine somebody in like an inflatable one of those old T-Rex costumes that the kids would wear. It's like that. I mean, you're just waving a racket around desperately. And, and you've got like brontosaurus arms. Is that a thing? Well, they, T-Rex arms. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> What's a brontosaurus look like? A brontosaurus has four legs on the ground and has a really long neck. Can eat leaves up high oh, in trees. Oh, got it. That's a brontosaurus. I knew that. Herbivorous. Got it. Herp, 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 herp. Well, this has been fun. Thank you, everybody, for listening today, yeah. assuming you're still listening. That's right. We uh, love you, and we love you a long time. What a great day. What a beautiful day. Bradley, who sucks at pickleball, is coming in next <laughs> with Dawn. Their adventures begin next.